And we're back on Money Talk. I'm Andrew Work, And today uh, we're going to have a view from New Zealand, which I don't think we've done for a little while. So uh, we'd like to welcome Mike Gibbs-Harris, uh, the director at MGH Asset Management, on the line all the way from, I'm going to guess, Auckland? No, it's actually Wellington, Andrew. Good oh, morning Wellington. to you. In the nation's capital. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Mike, I'm no, excited because we haven't done New Zealand on the show for a while, and uh, I know it's it's a big fan. A lot of Hong Kongers are big fans of New Zealand. I think i got some of your ice cream in my freezer right now. Um, but before we get to ice cream, I want to start off with uh, you know some of the things that we talk about a lot here on the show, inflation and interest rates. Uh, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, where are they on this? Where, where is inflation in New Zealand right now, and where is that driving your central bank? It's it's certainly not driving it to go and cut interest rates in, in the short term. I mean, historically, um, inflation's about 7% and it's coming down, but it's not really coming down fast enough. Um, it's supposed to get uh, the Reserve Bank's target is to have it between 1% and 3%, and it's expected to be about 5% by the end of this year. Yeah. So th- there's some talk that they might ha- actually have to go and increase uh the uh, official cash rate by another half a percent or so, um, which will take it up to uh, five and three quarters, six percent um, by the end of the year. Mm, okay, so the- and it's probably mm. going it's probably going to go and stay there. I, I would say and, until inflation does start to fall. Okay, so they're they're not following the U.S. or Australia. Really, it's being driven by domestic concerns. Is that is that the message I'm getting? Um, well, Australia did pause on uh, increasing its rates and has, and has subsequently decided to go and increase them again. Mm. But its uh, its official cash rate is much lower. It's only 3.85 at, at the moment. So uh, I think that there's um, certainly New Zealand is taking inflation a, a, a bit more seriously than, than some of the other uh, larger larger economies in the world. But then it kind of has to because it can't it can't hope for for um, for investors to go and uh, give it a, a, an easy pass that some of the larger economies get. Okay, and what and what is driving inflation in New Zealand? What what might be keeping it at a higher level? Is it the price of oil? Given that so much has to be shipped in from far away, or is it something else? Yeah, it's partly that um, unemployment's very low. Uh, it's essentially, I think, the uh, the the supply shock that's really affected most of the world over the last 18 months and it just takes a, a lot longer to work its way out of the New Zealand system. Hmm. Okay and I mean if we're, we're talking about New Zealand and markets and investment uh, currency is going to be a concern uh, for investors looking at New Zealand. What? How should they think about the New Zealand currency? I mean I'm, I'm Canadian so you know I tell people you got to watch the price of oil because the Canadian dollar does move with that. Australia may be mining. How about New Zealand? It's actually probably milk prices as much as anything else. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, about roughly a quarter of New Zealand's imports, uh, sorry, uh, New Zealand's exports are milk-related. They're either milk powder or they're cheese or they uh, or they're uh, cream and th- or sometimes even uh, proper milk. But it's basically all, all milk-related, and it's it's traded once a month and. That's, that really is, is what is the, the major factor which affects the, the, the trade deficit. Um, but at the moment, the, the current account deficit is quite high in New Zealand. It's, mm. about, it's just under 9%. Oof. I think bringing that down is going to be 
is going to really rely on the price of oil and the price of imported uh, commodities falling. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. I knew we'd get to the ice cream in my freezer at some point. Um, no, but I mean, there's a new trade deal. Buy more. Buy more. Oh, don't worry. My, my wife is an ice cream monster. She's all over it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, one place you're hoping to export more to is the UK. I understand there's a new trade deal with the UK. Yeah, the deal has been signed and it's due to come into effect at the end of the month. And it really doesn't make much difference to the UK. I think that the something like 0.2% of, of UK trade is with New Zealand. But for New Zealand, it's actually a pretty good deal. Um, the UK is New Zealand's seventh largest trading partner, and it should uh, benefit from both higher quotas and lower tariffs over the next 15 years. And it should benefit producers of wine, producers of uh, lamb, and, and also producers of dairy as well. All right. So it, it's 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 definitely a, a benefit. It's probably you know, something like you know half a percent of of, of GMP, but it but it's definitely uh, a, a benefit for the New Zealand economy. Okay, we've got about forty seconds left. Is that is that a sector then that people should be looking to invest in, or is that already priced into the the dairy stocks that are you can buy in the New Zealand stock exchange? It's actually quite difficult to to buy. Um, dairy exposure or agricultural exposure in, on the New Zealand exchange, they tend to be cooperatives. Mm. Um, the, for, the, for the New Zealand stock exchange, the, the, the problem is, is that most of the companies which are listed are in some ways either interest rate dependent or they are kind of semi-regulated uh, utilities or, or infrastructure stocks. All right. Well, so until New Zealand interest rates start to fall, I think that the stock market is probably going to struggle relative to other countries. All right. Well, we're going to have to get into that next time we have you back on the show. 